didn't see you there. Don't flatter yourself that we engage with you. You just happen to be in our way right now. Sorry, but we really don't have time to talk to someone with your modest stature. We only acknowledge those with a robust set of mugs. Oh, sure. You may just see them as a way to hold your coffee and other liquids, but we see them for what they truly are, a sign of class and influence in this world. Our collection is truly a wonder, and because you have laid eyes on it, we now must take $300 out of your wallet. Cash only, though, as it would look great in the rocket ship mug that we only use to hold cash. Welcome back to My Parents' Basement, the only show that needs more mugs. I'm Sam. I'm Griffin. I heard you laughing. That would make you laugh. (laughs) I I just love that we both have the same addiction now of collecting mugs. (laughs) It's really... Okay, so we were talking about this before, but we can talk about it now, too, for a little bit. But, like, we, for some ungodly reason, just both started collecting mugs, and I don't know what caused it i've been doing it for like a while now but it like only just started becoming a problem where i'm like running out of like space in the kitchen to hold all the mugs no me too (laughs) i was like oh yeah this mug is cute and then maybe like seven months later i'd be like oh this mug's cute Mm -hmm. in the past three weeks i bought three mugs what the (laughs) fuck (laughs) it's ramping up it's a slow but steady thing that takes over your life i know right What is your favorite mug that you have? I have a Donkey Kong one that's a barrel. Um, I have a mug that has a gun as the handle. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think for me, it either A, has to be the Corgi mug that I recently bought that I am currently drinking out of as we speak. I'm really giving this Corgi mug the business, if you know. The what for, yeah. Exactly. Or the Strobe mug, or the Strawberry mug. Sorry. (laughs) A strobe. It's a strobe. It, it is a strobe. <laughs> yeah, because Celeste, obviously. Yeah. It was really funny. Me and my girlfriend were just like walking around. There's a store called World Market where you can get like stuff from like other countries and everything. Mm. And we're just walking around and I just see the strawberry mug hanging there. And with in the middle of public, like loud enough for probably the entire store to hear, I go, look, a strobe. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just primal and, instincts immediately took over. You you had no choice but to say that in exactly that way. Exactly. And I just looked and my girlfriend is so embarrassed. She like put her head in her hands. She's like, <laughs> she was not happy. <laughs> She's like, who is this? This is not someone I know, please. To be fair, she gets like that anytime she takes me anywhere. <laughs> Because I am like, I'll never see these people again. I don't care. These these are strangers. And she's like, oh, my God, ple- I may see these people at work. Like, please. Like- <laughs> oh, my God. But that's that's our mug story. <laughs> but speaking of stories, this week, we're going to do something nice for our editor. We are going to make one part for this goddamn episode. Please. For sure. Because there's there is only one major piece of news that we want to talk about and one what we watch and that we want to talk about. Well, actually two. We'll, we'll do what we watch when we play it normally. Yesterday, you sent me a tweet from the official Nintendo account saying that they are in the middle of working on a live action Zelda movie. Holy shit. I, I love how it's, that was just dropped on just just a fucking Twitter account, and it, it like seems like so fake because the tweet says like, "Hey guys, it's it's Miyamoto here." Yeah, 
But like you said, it's from the official account. Yeah, no, like it, it definitely is real. But it's like, hey guys, Miyamoto here. I've been working on a live action Zelda film. <laughs> it's just crazy because this has been something that's been rumored for years. Yeah, wasn't there supposed to be like a live action Zelda like show or something? Yes, some there point? was on Netflix, mm-hmm. and then because somebody leaked it early, they were like, "We're not doing it anymore." This is like before they were okay with doing movies again. So they were mm-hmm. just like, maybe we'll do this. And then as soon as the news got out, they're like, fuck no. Like, <laughs> Oh shit, oh shit, we gotta drop it. We gotta drop it right away. Yeah, so I don't really know exactly what the movie's gonna be about. Not, neither of us do. Mm-hmm. However, we do know that it is going to be produced by Avi Arad. Mm-hmm. Arid? Is that how you pronounce it? I can't. I'm, I'm not sure. He's a producer behind... Most of the Spider-Man films, the Iron Man, well, the first Iron Man, at least, and a lot of the X-Men movies. So he's co-producing the Zelda movie with Miyamoto. And Mm. Maze Runner director Wes Ball is apparently going to direct it. It's a weird combination of people. Yeah, it's like an an, an amalgamation of a bunch of different people on a bunch of different projects. But I mean, there's there's some, I feel like you say like one, um, Avi Arad has worked on Spider-Verse. Various Spider-Man films from the CNN report that I'm reading. Oh, okay. I mean, I probably should IMDb him. Let me IMDb him. (laughs) (laughs) Wait wait a minute, We, we can see this. He did Morbius. Oh, he did Morbius. <laughs> okay, well, he apparently has... Oh, oh. He did Morbius and the Uncharted movie. Oh, no. It, it gets, all right, all right, still turn off the IMDb. <laughs> close close oh, the tab. It's, it's, okay, well... Before you get apparently, hurt. Apparently, I think he has done every Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. The good and the bad? Yes, including across and into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, Uncharted and Morbius. <laughs> Morbius is really crazy. Wait, what did he do on Morbius? Was he a writer? I think he was a producer. Producer, okay. Oh, my God. Well, he produced a heck of a movie with Morbius. Oh, that's not... You want to hear the rest of the shit that he's produced? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I it did. gets worse. He produced Bratz the movie. What? Wait, that's... No, that's not real. That's not a real thing that exists. I'm looking at the page for it right now. That is not a real thing that exists. It is 100% a real thing that exists. He produced Daredevil, Elektra, Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Oh my god, well, well, both Ghost Riders are pretty, he's, not, he's done everything, oh my god. Both of the original Fantastic Four movies. Well, they kept his name out of Fan Four Stick, so that's good. Yeah. And last but certainly not least, Hulk 2003 and X-Men Origins Wolverine. Is is Hulk 2003 parentheses the bad one? Is that the bad one? Yeah, it's the Ang Lee one. Oh. I think this is a really weird choice, isn't it? That is like an insane quote. Yeah, that's so odd. I mean, like, again, he also produced Across and Into the Spider-Verse and all the Spider-Man movies. So the good and the bad ones. Yeah. So so he's sort of a mixed bag. And also remember the... The Mario movie came from Illumination. And so everyone, like, when it was first announced, thought it was going to be just the fucking worst. Yeah. I mean, again, Miyamoto tends to keep a tight grip on this sort of stuff. Yeah. So they'll, they'll control it to, like, get a good product out of it. Although, are, are you worried about the fact that it is live action? Are you worried that it will be not good? Honestly, no. I would rather have a live action Zelda than an animated one. Mm-hmm. Because if it's animated, then it would be an Illumination thing again. Yeah, that's true. It'd probably be, like, cutesy. 
Yeah, I don't think Illumination can do Zelda justice. Mm-hmm. And say what you will about Aviarod and West Ball. Again, I don't really know what West Ball has done, but they are probably a better choice. Yeah, for especially for Zelda compared to like anything else, any other Nintendo property. So since they've done like superhero things, a lot of superhero things in the past. Yeah, exactly. But what I am most curious about with this, mm-hmm. what I really wanted to do with this story is we're going to fucking do our dream casting. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so I thought of this mm-hmm. 10 minutes before we started. So I have not thought about this in the least bit in any way, shape or form. Have you thought about this at all? Only in like a complete joke way. So like the worst possible casting, basically. Okay, so this is going to be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So starting with the main man himself, Link, who mm-hmm. I remember like originally there was a lot of talk of Tom Holland doing it. I was, I was going to say the worst choice would be Tom Holland. <laughs> I 100% agree with that, especially if Link has to talk. Oh, yeah. Link is going to talk, right? They're not going to have a movie with a silent protagonist. They should, but they're not going to. <laughs> I feel like if they did, that would be really cool. It'd be cool, but like they're not going. They're not going to. There's no way that they're going to. I mean, yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. I don't think it should be Tom Holland. I mm-hmm. 100% agree with you on that. <laughs> I'm thinking like... Chris Pratt. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm thinking more like, I guess... I can't even think about who... Danny DeVito. No, no, because Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito has to be Tingle. No, he has to be Ganon. Oh. Like Jack Black is Bowser. Danny DeVito is Ganon. <laughs> All right, wait, okay. If we're, if we're talking Ganon, you know who actually should be, it's going to be Dan, Ganon? Who? Keith David. Well, oh my God. Absolutely. <laughs> right? It, right. It has to be Keith David. <laughs> Yeah, no, starting with Ganon, we'll, we're putting Keith David on that board. Holy shit. Yeah, 100%. I would say, if, if he was still alive, I would also say probably Lance Reddick. Ooh, yeah, that that would be cool. He would also be very good. For Zelda. Could be anyone. It really could be anyone. Like, I can't imagine Zelda's going to play that big of a role in the movie. Yeah, she'll, she'll be in it. I can't imagine it'll be like Peach in the Mario movie, where she's like, like basically in it the whole time. That's not how the Zelda games work, is it? You see Zelda at the beginning, and then she gets captured, and then you see her at the end, and that's it. What's really funny is if, if Anya Taylor-Joy was not Peach, mm. I would say she would make a perfect Zelda. Yeah. But what if it's just Anya Taylor-Joy and Chris Pratt? Look, she would honestly look perfect. Like, what, what, if, what if Nintendo is just like, these are our two main actors? <laughs> and, then, and then Jack Black is also about uh, Ganon. Oh my god, that would be so fun. Charlie Day is Tingle. <laughs> But I don't know, for Peach, I'm thinking like... For Zelda? Yeah, for Zelda. I think Emily Blunt. That'd be cool. That'd, That'd be, be pretty cool, honestly. I think she would rock that. Mm-hmm. Would, would, would she also be she? Uh, spoilers yes. for, for Zelda Ocarina of Time, by the way. <laughs> or if you played Melee. <laughs> but yeah, actually, that would be... I feel like... like Have you seen her in Edge of Tomorrow or Live, Die, Repeat? Um, I feel like I've seen it. Live, Die, Tomorrow. Like, she is a badass in that mm-hmm. she would 100 percent cook oh my god wait i just thought of who link should be who henry cavill <laughs> no <laughs> link please save us okay you see this like <laughs> muscle bound beast <laughs> are fucking, you kidding me that would be jason momoa <laughs> 
Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. We'll just get more comically large and muscular. <laughs> John Cena. <laughs> oh my fucking god. I feel like Link could really be played by anybody, though. I mean, it's, it's a really open character because, again, he doesn't fucking talk. So, like, it could be anyone. Yeah, he doesn't really have a personality. So, I can't really look at an actor and go, oh, they'd make a great Link. Yeah, I feel like he's 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 an open book. So, I, I feel like he doesn't fucking talk at all. So, I feel like it could be basically anybody. I really want yeah. Dana Vito in this movie somewhere. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They wouldn't let him be Detective Pikachu. They wouldn't let him be let Bowser. Let him be Tingle. There's like so many goofy side characters in Zelda, right? There's like so many. Go- There's fucking Groose. His name Groose. Yes. Oh my god. Well, actually, that's a good point. What Zelda do you think this is going to be based? Is it going to be like an original story? I don't know. I mean, how original would the story be? It, it, it's always just Link, Zelda, and Ganon up to shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, there's no like, um, what you call it? There's no like, oh, we got to team up with Ganondorf. Yeah, it's not Bowser's inside story. No, not even a little bit. Oh my God, wait. Have you seen, I just think I found mm-hmm. the perfect guy. I thought of the perfect dude to play Link. Have you seen um, Gen V? It's like the boy spinoff. Um, I know that it exists. I haven't seen it, though. Is he Arnold Schwarzenegger's kid? I don't know. But his name is Patrick Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. He's in the show as this character called the Golden Boy. I'm about to send you a picture of what he looks like. Look at that. And you tell me that does not look like that, he could be a link. could be a link. I feel like, out of the top of my head, I feel like he's the best guy that yeah. I can think of. I feel like, like if, if we're being honest, it, it it should just be like a regular looking guy. It shouldn't be a fucking muscle bound freak. Yeah, <laughs> it should just be a regular guy. It should be us. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it, it it should be me. Why why couldn't it be me? No, it should be both of us, like the twins and like Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Oh in my Full God, House swap. But yeah, no one would even notice. Exactly, we look so similar. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I've been going to your job for the past four weeks and they haven't noticed. They still haven't caught on. And I don't mind because I've just been sitting at home asleep. (laughs) Yeah, you only wake up now for these episodes. (laughs) But I'm I'm really excited for this. Like, I'm genuine. Like, I feel like this could be one of the best video video game movies ever. I'm so excited. Like we said, Nintendo will keep a fucking tight ship and make sure that it's like they will put quality control on it. (laughs) 100%. 100%. Is they learned their mistake with the original Mario movie. Yeah, I feel like the thing is, like, as soon as people hear live action with, like, any video game thing, it's immediately scary. Yeah, but if they just go to New Zealand... Like, yeah, that's true. Just, just just do Lord of the Rings. That actually should be exactly what it is. It should be Lord of the Ironically, Rings. Ironically, yeah. Okay, but, but what live action video game things have worked? There's Detective Pikachu. I guess Sonic also. Is that it? That's it. I mean, maybe the first Resident Evil movie. That's probably it. Oh, um, Last of Us. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. But The Last of Us didn't need a story. Like, they had one yeah, already they, written. they have, like, like, The Last of Us, the game is, like, praised for its incredible stories, so they just had to do that. Twisted Metal was also very good, but that really didn't follow the story at all. Mm. So, <laughs> what about Five Nights at Frederick's? It wasn't very good, actually. Turns out it wasn't there. Should we move on to talk about that? Yeah, all right. All right. Let's move on to what we watch when we play. 
like I said, we're keeping this one short for the editors. It's been not incoherent up to this point, but that's why you guys listen to us. And if you don't, go fuck yourself. But <laughs> you don't A, you won't hear this, and B, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Dude, my dad's gonna listen to this. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just realized, like, my dad, my dad's always been like, you shouldn't really swear that much on the podcast. And I just was like, go fuck yourself. I'm from fucking New Jersey. What do you expect? Sorry, dad. Anyways. <laughs> oh, my God. What we watch or what we play in? What we watch in, I feel like the main thing, we should just talk about the Five Nights. Or should, do, you, do you have anything else that you were watching this week first? Over the Garden Wall. Oh, hell Yeah. We forgot to talk about that last week. I don't week. know how. It's fucking amazing. Yes. I, I, so I, I had seen it before. I saw it last year. And I, I very highly recommended it to you around Halloween, like for the fall season. It is the perfect fall show. It really is. And I finally got a, after a year of you telling me, you'll, you'll love it, Sam. You should really watch it. Mm-hmm. I finally got around to watching it. And you were fucking right. <laughs> so good. It, it's so excellent. It really is. It's very short, but I feel like that's to its benefit. Yeah, it's basically like a movie because it's what, like 10 or 12, like very short episodes. Yeah, it's 10, 12 minute episodes. Yeah, yeah. So so like you can watch it in like a movie setting and just like watch it front to back. That's exactly how I watch it. Yeah, and like that's all it needs to be. Like it's a short little complete tale. It doesn't need to go on for 15 seasons. Mm hmm. It didn't really get me in like the first episode. I don't know exactly when it got me. I don't. Yeah, I, I think I think like halfway through is the second episode like the pumpkin one. So I think of like at some some point during the pumpkin episode, I was like, "Damn, this is good," and I was like hooked. I think it is the pumpkin episode. Yeah, I, I think it's because like the characters are like so like just the three main characters are like so good mm-hmm. and so likable that like you're immediately like want to follow them more. Exactly. Also, like. Because, like, the pumpkin village, like, does not, is not the way you expect it to be, it really teaches you to, like, keep an open mind throughout the rest of the show. Yeah, exactly. I feel like you would expect it to take a harsher, like, horror turn, and it, like, really doesn't. Uh, I feel like that's, like, to the show's benefit, because that's, like, exactly the sort of theme that the show is going for. But then when it does go into horror, they fucking, they do not point, they go full in. (laughs) Yeah, it's like season three of Infinity Train, but for the entire thing. (laughs) Well, the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Maybe we'll make a tier list. Well, not a tier, I guess not a tier list because it's only 10 episodes, but maybe we'll do a ranking of that in the future. Mm-hmm. Maybe around next Halloween, but I really enjoyed it a lot. It's so good. And I had been deep diving into like the fucking lore of it ever since. Yeah. The lore is so like open ended because like it's so short and like it doesn't really tell you everything about like the world or whatever. It doesn't really need to. So it's so much fun to like learn more about it. Yeah. Did you know there's like a rumor? There's like a theory, apparently, that the little brother has been to the unknown before. Really? Yeah. I, I don't think it holds any water, but I thought it was interesting. <laughs> it, it, it's complete fucking BS, but it could be cool. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the other thing that I've been watching mm-hmm. besides Five Nights is um, Captain Laserhawk. A blood dragon story. What is that? What the hell is that? It is an animated show on Netflix by the guy that made the Castlevania series. Oh my god. And it is like an amalgamation of all the Ubisoft properties. So like uh, like Assassin's Creed is in it. Watch Dogs is in it. 
Um, that sounds like unintelligible and also fun. It is so fucking good. <laughs> really? Holy shit. Splinter Cell is in it. They, they, Splinter Cell is still alive. Yes. Like, they never mentioned Splinter Cell anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, again, it's a Blood Dragon. So, like, Far Cry is referenced. Rayman has, like, a prominent role in the show. Oh, my God. Wait, that that is so insane. That is literally so insane. One of the most famous frames from the show is Rayman eating sushi off a cowgirl's ass. What? <laughs> what? What? You know, is, is, is that what Rayman, Rayman's been up to these days? That's what old buddy's doing? It makes sense in, in the show. <laughs> it doesn't. I, I, I hope it does. It's six episodes. I think you would really like it. I should watch it. It's really good. And the best character is a frog. <laughs> the show just sounds completely insane. Dude, it's made by the same guy that did the Castlevania series. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And like, I remember when the show got announced, like the, the guy that made that made the show came out in front of this room full of people in business suits in like this like gamer gear. Like, <laughs> What? He had like he had like glasses that like lit up different colors and oh, shit. No, not the RGB gamer like, lighting. Yeah, no, he had like RGB gamer lighting all over his clothes, and he's oh just like, God. "Hey guys, like, what's going on?" He's he's one of us. He's he's, he's truly it's one of really us. Really funny, but the show is great. I love what they do to the rabbits in it. You would not believe it, but again, really funny. I think you would love it. <laughs> you should watch it. You really should. Anyways, let's get on, because you finally saw Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, yeah. and it's, it's been long enough, I feel like we could, like, spoiler talk about it. Oh, 100%. So, full spoilers. What did you think? Um, it was it was not great. It was not really good movies. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's, that's my opinion. It was not very good. I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was amazing, but I also thought it was fine. No, I remember, this is the exact text message between us. Dude, I saw the FNAF movie and I go, what'd you think? And you went, it was not good. <laughs> that, was, that was all you said. <laughs> That's all there is to say about it. It's definitely like if you never played the games or never cared about the lore in any way, shape or form. You're going to hate this movie with 100% accuracy. Like, Yeah, well, that's why I asked you, like, do like the parts of this movie make more sense? like for lore reasons or whatever and you're like kind of but they're still not great <laughs> yeah L- like what bits did not make sense to you specifically I, it, it's not even necessarily like things that like didn't make sense my biggest issue with the movie was like it was actually building something i i feel like like it, it started out kind of like a cool horror concept and like you know the five nights of freddy's thing of like the abandoned uh chucky e. cheese basically with like animatronics walking around and i feel like the best thing it had going for it was that the animatronics looked like really good yeah they were they were made by the jim henson company mm, that makes sense so you know what that means they're canonically muppets yeah they're, <laughs> they're good they're good fucking muppets i feel like it, like you sort of you saw in the movie like how fucking huge and like metal monsters these things are and like they're they're very very intimidating that in that way, which I thought was really cool. Like that was the best part, the best thing going for it. But then like I I feel like they like didn't know what to do because like there weren't that many like horror scenes of like people being chased by them or anything. Like whenever it was allowed to be a horror movie, mm-hmm. it was a good horror movie. Yeah, like I don't know if it was if it was like held back to being PG thirteen or what, or like they wanted to like 
make that less of the movie for some reason. I think it's very limited by the fact that because Mike doesn't really do anything to hurt the pizzeria, mm-hmm. they don't go after him. Yeah, because like, why Why would they? Exactly. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you can't have him go in there, fuck everything up, and then have him get chased for five nights. Yeah, because yeah, yeah because it wouldn't last long enough. And and it, it also can't just be him playing the game where it's like close, opening and closing doors and turning off lights. I like the mystery angle of it. Mm-hmm. Like, we all knew who it was going to be that took his brother. Purple guy, obviously. Yeah. At the same time, though, I like when he's like, I go to, dr- I go to sleep every night and I try to dream the same dream so I can figure it out. I, I like that. that. Yeah, I thought that was a cool thing. I don't know if that's, like, part of the lore normally. It is not in um, any way, shape, okay. or form. I was also confused because, like, I thought based on how the movie was building up that, like, his brother was going to be a big part of the end of the movie. Like, he was going to be one of the dolls or something like that. Or, like, just, like, he would be involved at all. But it's like, oh, no, he was just an unrelated killing by this guy who just apparently just kidnaps children in broad daylight in, like, a crowded campground (laughs) (laughs) with no one seeing. I do think it was, like, really weird that they made Afton... This just kind of like, I'm just going to do this and see what happens. Yeah, he's like, I, I he's fucking crumbopulous Michael. He's like, I just love killing. Just can't get enough of it. Also, I get why he was Steve Raglan, mm-hmm. but they never actually explain why he was Steve Raglan. Like, do you ever? Yeah, he just shows up at the end. And he's like, hey, remember me from the beginning of the movie? I was your career counselor. Yeah, there's no moment of Mike looking at him and going, you're Steve. No. Because the entire confrontation, he has the mask on. Yeah. I, I don't know why he dressed up in the suit anyway. <laughs> except for like, except for being like, hey, look, it's 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 him. It's Springtrap. Yeah. Well, also, he wasn't even Springtrap yeah, yet. Yeah, this is not like, Springtrap. What, what is it? What is it called? Just like. No, like, well, okay. He was just William Afton. Mm-hmm. Springtrap is when he's like, like the suit clamps around him. Yeah. And he can't. That, that's like the fucking like rotten suit, right? Yeah, he's in the Springtrap suit, but the Springtrap monster is what they're setting up at the end of the movie. Okay, okay, okay. Like, when he's stuck in the room and he's, like, still twitching and shit. Yeah. Like, that's showing, like, he's still alive. He's going to come back. <laughs> he said the thing. What, what, what thing? I always come back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said the thing. He said the thing. He, he, did, he, he is the Five Nights at Freddy's. Yep. Also, I'm happy there was no we are FNAF moment. There's a lot of fucking people online being like, oh, there's a We Are FNAF moment. No, there wasn't. What does that even mean? Is, I is don't that know. from the game or something? No, I think people, because it's like, we are all the, I am all the Jedi. Or like, oh, oh, I see. The real Five Nights at Freddy's was the friends we made along the way. Yeah, people thought there was going to be that shit. But uh, ironically, though, that's actually the movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> but did, did you enjoy it at least? I thought it was, like I said, I thought it was fine. Okay. Is it something that I'm like, everyone has to see that? No, not yeah. even a little bit. Yeah, no, I, I definitely didn't think it was like terrible. Like some people said it's the like fucking worst movie ever made. It's not that bad. Yeah, but like, yeah, the Springtrap death was weirdly brutal for PG-13. Yeah. And the moment where the babysitter gets bit in half. That was pretty crazy that they just straight up showed that. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. But like that's. That moment where she gets bit in half is like the last real moment of horror in the yeah. movie. Yeah, I, I feel like they shoved in the scene of like the people trashing the pizza place just so that they could get in like a ton more things of like the animatronics chasing people. There is one thing that we haven't mentioned yet, though. Mm-hmm. Matt Pat. Matt Pat's a new cameo. He did do that. He, 
he was Ooh. in the movie, dude. No, no, it's so weird in the um in, in the theater that I was in because I, I saw it in theaters for some reason, even though it's on stream. <laughs> um, no, I don't think anyone recognized him. He's like, no one said a fucking word when, when like he came on screen. I, I feel like I was the only psychopath in the in the audience who recognized him. <laughs> How crowded was the theater? It was not crowded at all. It was like a Sunday night. Maybe maybe that's why. Yeah. I feel like if you went like, if you went like when everyone was like fucking dressing up for it. Yeah, no, I I didn't go like first weekend or whatever. So that, that's, that's true. Yeah, it was a fine movie. It was fine. I I (laughs) wish there was more horror in it. I really did. Yeah. Uh, Who knows? I I think it was extremely, extremely successful. Maybe if they make a sequel, they could improve on it. Oh, they're 100% making a sequel. (laughs) Did way too well. It did way too well. I think it made almost as much money as the Mario movie opening weekend. That's crazy. Wow. Well, at least, at least like in the lineup of video game movies, I think it made the second most. That's so crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, not really when you see how fucking ravenous the fan base is. Yeah, I guess that's true. But still, like the Mario movie made like a billion dollars. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Here, wait, let me, I'm going to look it up real quick. Five Nights at Freddy's opening weekend. It grossed $78 million on a $20 million budget. So it definitely wow. made so it already has. its money back by a wide margin. Um, I mean, maybe we'll get a better sequel. Who knows? <laughs> I feel like this movie was a lot of setting up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For like, and then the ending was like everything just like crashed in at once. Like it didn't have enough time or it didn't mm-hmm. feel like climactic enough. So maybe there's building. I really hope they are. Mm-hmm. But anyways, time for a quick what we plan. Yeah, what are we playing? Fortnite. Fortnite Battle Pass. It's it's OG Fortnite. It's been so fucking fun so far. We're going to keep playing it. We're having such a great time. It is astonishing how just changing the map. Mm-hmm. Like, changing the map back to the original it, and best one. Made it better. Yeah. Like, we were so happy when they changed the map, and then we were like, we want it back. Like, you don't really know what you got till it's gone. You really don't know what you got till it's gone. Well, also, they added bullshit, like, like the max, so hopefully they don't do that this time. <laughs> But they brought back the shopping carts and the fucking golf carts. Oh, my God. Everyone's played Fortnite by this point. So we really don't have to explain what we think of it. But we when we played the other night and we got in that golf cart and we were just like, let's just build a ramp. (laughs) And we we descended on that one player. (laughs) We built the ramp up until we couldn't anymore. And then eventually we fell out of the sky. Apparently, you don't take fall damage if you do that. So we just fell 10,000 feet and landed directly on a player's head. <laughs> it was one of the great, like we landed and you were just like, is that a player? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the middle of a gunfight too. So we were suddenly like getting shot from all sides. I could not imagine a more epic entrance. Like <laughs> pandemonium. Actual insanity in every way, shape and form in the best possible way. And I can't wait for more of it tonight. Oh. All right. Is that it for tonight? Yeah. I'm telling us, us up for dinner and then afterwards. Hell yeah. So until next time, thank you all for stopping by. If again, if you want to watch these live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash just another Sam 17. If you want to talk to us on Twitter at another Sam 17, I am going to make a special Twitter just for my parents' basement. Yay. Until then, reach out to us there. And yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Get good. Look out of our house. Get out of here.
Thank you for tuning in to this episode proudly presented by the APNM Group, a subsidiary of Alja Productions, LLC. We strive to produce content that informs, entertains, and adds value to your day. We value your input and would be delighted to hear your thoughts in the comments about this episode. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, please engage with us in the comment section or via our social media platforms. Your feedback helps us shape our content and uncover new topics that matter to our listeners. If this episode resonated with you, we kindly ask that you rate and review this show on your preferred podcast platform. Sharing this podcast with friends and family helps us reach more listeners and continue delivering content you enjoy. For more information about the podcast, the host, or our parent company, please visit the link in this episode's description. Also visit us on YouTube and Rumble to see and hear every content produced by Alja Productions. Thank you once again for your time and support. Until next time, stay tuned and stay inspired.